Hello and welcome back to The Brew Interviews, the only beer show with hosts that Tinder has refused service to. I am Robbie, and joining me as always via the internet is my best friend, Lauren. It is episode 92, and this week we are bringing back Fave Fives, where Lauren and I find out our five favorite guilty pleasure bands. This week on The Brew Interviews. The Brew Interviews, coast to coast, brews, faves, and more with Lauren and Robbie. This episode of The Brew Interviews is sponsored by AdamandEve.com, but you'll hear more about them later on in the show. For now, Lauren, how you been? Well, Robbie, I have been in a particularly good mood today uh, because all I've been doing is listening to my guilty pleasure bands, oh, uh, and it's put me in a fantastic, fantastic mood. With headphones on? Uh, no, I work alone in my apartment, <laughs> so I blasted it all day long. And I have my window, like I sit right by the window, so I'm sure everyone outside is like, what the fuck is this person doing? <laughs> yeah, let's avoid that room, honey. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Robbie? How have you been? The dog ate my goddamn chapstick. Ah, uh, dogs are last, the worst about last that. Last thing a chapstick. Oh, so mad. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, I know my chapstick was on this counter like 20 minutes ago. Where oh, you can't leave chapstick? anything on the counter. But they've never gone after my chapstick before. Oh, they've eaten outside... my chapstick before. Really? I was outside smoking meats. One of the dogs As was one does. As one does. And one of the dogs was inside by herself. And I came inside and I found it on the fucking living room carpet. It's like, God. So Stella did it. Oh, Stella 100% did it. Yeah. Well, you said she was inside by herself. Yeah. It's the only girl dog. <laughs> yep. Could have been Jones. She's a girl cat. Yeah, she's not a dog, though. Yeah, that's true. And I made some smoked chicken legs, so they turned Ooh, out great. how were they? Excellent. It's like Is the it... only way I want to eat chicken legs now, unless it's, like, deep fried. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I, I mix into my new barbecue, like, rub. If you mix yep. a little bit of curry powder into your barbecue rub. Oh, I've been meaning to get curry powder. Your chicken tastes like ramen. Oh, yum. It's so good. <laughs> yum. Yeah. I've been experiment. Yeah. I've been eating a lot of beans and rice, which is really weird for me because I'm not, like, I don't like rice, but which I've found like to this. begin with. I, well, I, it's just like a texture thing for me. Like, I just, I don't, it's like bland and it. I don't like the texture. It's bland. Whoa, what kind of rice yeah. are you eating? Well, I found a I found a rice, like a frozen rice that I really like. Uh, so I've been eating a lot of like rice with like this bean sauce mixture, like different kinds, just like experimenting with it. But yeah. I haven't eaten like any meat in like weeks. <laughs> in weeks? Yeah, I haven't had any like meat. Like I've been eating a mostly like plant-based diet. That sounds horrible. No, it's been great. I feel so good. <laughs> Meat makes you feel good. It's an I mean, I'm not opposed to eating body. meat. I just don't have uh, any. <laughs> I just don't have any meat. Oh, you're, you're broke. That's what <laughs> no, I just haven't, like, I've been, I haven't needed it for anything that I've been, like, making, you know. Diet of a homeless person, yeah. No. No meat. No meat. Beans just, and rice. I just haven't, just I just don't. Just for vegetables you find on the ground and on the side of the road. Yeah, that's fine. I would do that. I'd live that no life. Mushrooms. No, not mushrooms. I'm too scared to be poisoned to death by nature. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A can of mushrooms, then. So, Lauren, as you know, if you listened to last week, um, the beers that we had to drink were supposed to be spooky-themed beers. Yes. Courtesy of our friend Alyssa from the Golden Ghouls podcast. She donated $25 to our Patreon account, going to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. And when you did that, she was able to pick the beers. And she said, pick something spooky. We were going to do it last week. I had no spooky beers. <laughs> so <laughs> I went to the beer store, and I got a spooky beer. You went to the so Packy? Went to the Packy. So this week, I am drinking... Haunted House, a Ooh. hoppy dark ale from Allagash. 
Ooh, I love that can. Yeah. Uh, Allagash is from Portland, Maine. Yeah, I like, I Allagash does really good sours. I don't remember the last time I had an Allagash, um, to be honest. Uh, well, I've had a couple Allagash on the show. Uh, yeah, that you peach, have. The peach farm peach one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the best part about it, it's 6.66% alcohol. Stop it. They did that on purpose. I love them. <laughs> That's what made me pick it up. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get this one. <laughs> yeah, this beer was meant for me. <laughs> it is very interesting. It is. It's super dark. It looks dark. like a stout. Yeah, I was going to say. Wait, like what is it again? Ale. It's a hoppy dark ale. It's a it's a black ale. Let's get that it's straight. Kind of, well, they call it a hoppy dark ale. It's it, it tastes like a mixture of a stout, a coffee stout, uh-huh. and a light like a lager almost. It kind of sounds like a brown ale, like you Not would be described. Distinct, like brown ale, you can tell this is a brown ale. This there's a distinct separation between that light part of it and that dark part of it. Oh, I that love I feel that. Like you can't choose between. I'm not a fan. Oh, really? You don't like that? Fine. It's got a lot of roasty coffee notes, but I would never buy this again for oh. myself anyway. I want to try it. That sounds like something that I would find really interesting. Yeah, it, it's definitely interesting is the definitely definitely the right word for it. Oh, all right. So what are you drinking, Lauren? Well, Robbie, I had a spooky beer and I have had this spooky beer aging in my refrigerator all summer. <laughs> um, so I am drinking Witch's Brew, which mm. is a triple IPA from Branch and Blade Brewing. Um, it is a 9.5%, and I have no tolerance anymore, so have a good show. Um, Robbie, you've had this before, and you said it was rough, so... I, <laughs> I, okay, let's get this straight first. We love Branch and Blade. I don't love think I've had Branch a beer from Blade. them that I don't like. I've had one that I don't like. Okay. Well, Lauren hates you, but I like you. <laughs> this beer... Is one of the grossest things I've ever put in my mouth, and that includes more than just beer. Okay. Oh so, my. I'm just gonna say, take a sip, Lauren. All right. Well, I there was a lot of head on this, so I've already had a mouthful of foam from it, and that was really fucking rough. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's. It's very. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. It's rough because it's just like crazy piney and bitter but it i absolutely get like sweet fruity notes also which i really like like if that's what the beer tasted like it'd be so good but this just tastes it tastes like an 11 percent fucking yeah. alcohol bomb i when i had it it tasted like vodka it tasted like somebody had poured a shot of vodka yes in the beer it yeah, was so weird. It's so it's just so boozy. It's so yes. boozy. It's yeah, not in a good way though. Not like a yeah. heavy, like a high percentage stout or a bourbon barrel age something. Like I are just from that like one sip I'm drunk. Like I'm already oh, like it's rough. feeling wasted. S- slow sipper. It's a slow sipper. Oh, and I'm drinking it out of my Lederhosen mug. Because it's Ooh. October first, so we're starting the spooky season with some spooky beers and October like Oktoberfest with some Lederhosens. Yeah. Uh we actually got that. Uh, what are they? I forgot what they call that cup. That mug. I don't know. German Stein, Stein. German, kind of, kind of a Stein. But we got the Untold Brewing version. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's gonna be really cool. I got this one is um this one's a harpoon. <laughs> I got it uh, at our Oktoberfest. I I used to go with Devin uh, yeah. every year. We got these. They're nice. they're fun. Uh, speaking of harpoon, we managed to find some of the Dunkin' Donuts brand. So sorry. Harpoon. Well, we got the Dunkin' Pumpkin. Oh, is the, how is that one? It's so good. Ah, 
It is so good. It I don't I don't I haven't had the original one yet or the other I, versions that they made, but I'd like to know what you think of the original because yeah. I did not like We can't it. find it anywhere. Really? Yes. If all right, well if I I'm not that I'm going out anywhere, but if for some reason the, I find one. <laughs> yeah. The Dunkin' Pumpkin has like a three eight five on untapped. Wow. I be, I feel yeah. like I feel like Pumpkin beers get a lower rating than they deserve mm-hmm. anyways, just because they're a pumpkin beer, which oh, yeah. I don't understand. I love pumpkin beers. What did I, I think I said in a post on Instagram, it was like, if you don't like pumpkin beers, then you're just lying to yourself. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, ba- pumpkin is delicious. Okay. And it belongs in a beer. Yes. Okay. Same way that pineapple belongs on pizza. Moving on to our topic <laughs> for tonight. Laura and I have brought back some fave fives and chose to find out our top five guilty pleasure bands slash singers, just music all around. Yeah. Not songs, but bands. Yeah, not songs. Actually, that would have been a good one too, but that would have been really hard. Well, I I was actually going to ask if we could because I found it really hard. Like I would think of a guilty pleasure song and Mm. and then like put that band down. But I was like, I don't really listen to this band outside of that song. Yeah. So I think we should do a guilty pleasure song. I would be the opposite. That would be harder for me to do song over band because I just have bands in my head. Yeah. (sighs) I'm more, I'm more, I'm definitely more like song oriented than I am like band oriented. Um, so by guilty pleasure, we're talking about bands and artists that might not be as well loved by everybody else, or maybe uh, you know not so mainstream people, or maybe even bands that we have to listen to in our headphones because they might be a little embarrassing to hear out loud. Yeah, it's kind of kind of things that were like you'd be if you were on a bus or a train with somebody, you'd be like, I wouldn't want to play this. Out yeah, loud. the way the way that I determined <laughs> this was if I were going on a long car drive, could I play this with the per- like with somebody with me? Yeah, like or would I just absolutely like turn this like album on and like jam to myself with it? Like, is this yeah. something I could share with somebody and like know that they're okay with it? Yeah. And if the answer was no, then I it went on the list. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of want to start this one because it's a it's a band that I've always I know you love this band too, but it's always a band that gets shit on a lot. I think uh-huh. for the wrong reasons because people don't actually dive into discography or whatever we want to call it, and that's the Bee Gees. Oh, the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. I love the Bee Gees. See, and also, like, I'm not ashamed of, like, any music I listen to. You so, should like, be. <laughs> uh, well, but I'm not, because, like, people like what they like. Like, music, if music makes you feel something, like, it's doing its job. So, like, you shouldn't shame somebody for, like, feeling feelings. Unless it's, like, Nicki Minaj or what's WAP Girl or... <laughs> well, but see, like, even some of their songs I find, like, catchy. Like, I don't listen oh. to their music regularly, but, like, if it came on, like, I'd dance to it. Oh, disgusting. So, the Bee Gees, I mean, they have some amazing songs. How Deep Is Your Love, Staying Alive, Too Much Heaven, Night Fever, More Than a Woman, You Should Be Dancing. I mean, they are, like, the quintessential disco band when people think of disco. Oh, for sure. And they have such a unique sound. Exactly. But I think that's why they get so much shit and hate is because they're known for disco. And a lot of people shit on disco and they kind of call it you know it's kind of like an era of music that people just like to forget yeah yeah it's like oh here's the 50s here's the 60s here's the late 60s and 70s it's like oh oh shit what happened and then <laughs> oh disco the- happened everyone was doing cocaine and like yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then like disco died like they always joke about disco being dead and all these kind of things uh so the bg no, started in 1950 <laughs> the bg started in 1958 which i did no fucking clue that's so fucking early they're old as fuck um, they didn't have much success until the late 60s and 70s when they changed their whole style to disco. Yeah. And then they, they just fucking blew up, which is good because I love disco and funk in that 60s. Yeah, uh, you 60s do. 70s area. <clears throat> would you would you put 
Earth, Wind, and Fire in like that same kind of no. category or like early? What early? What do you mean? I don't know. Would you like? <laughs> I like lost my train of thought in the middle. I of think that they're, they're in the same era, but I don't classify them as the same. Okay, so like, I mean the they, they have a little bit of like the same influence. Like you can tell yeah. in the oh music. for sure. Like there's a, like in, especially in the beginning of Earth, Wind, and Fire, there's a little bit of disco influence. Yeah, like, yeah. Also a lot of funk. Bee Gees, yeah. I don't think had funk at all. Yeah, I guess that's true. They just had a guy singing in falsetto the whole entire time. Crazy. crazy did you know Barry, Barry Gibb, the oldest brother, um, he was knighted? Really? Yeah. He's a Why? sir. He's Sir Barry Gibb. Because of the band? Yeah. Because of his music crazy. influence, I guess. Yeah. Wow. I don't like, really I did not do like any research on any of my bands. So <laughs> That's horrible. Um, also, the Bee Gees had nine singles to reach number one. On wow. the hundred charts, I can, which, and that's all of the songs that people know. Yeah, even some of those, not even. Um, which, according to Billboard.com, they do the you know the Hot 100 charts. Mm-hmm. That puts them in third place for the most number one hits in history. Wow, under who? The Supremes, amazing oh, okay. band. Yeah, for sure. And uh, only the biggest fucking band of all time, the Beatles. That that's strange is company, crazy, right? Isn't that fucking nuts? Wow, go Bee Gees. Nice. I never would have like pegged them to like be No, not like, not you know, number one on all the charts, no. Yeah, for sure. I love the Bee Gees. All right, Lord. Right. What is your number five? Or, uh if you have an order. Yeah, mine aren't particularly in order, but um so I don't really know why this band gets like shit on. Because I like you're a fan of it, I'm a fan of it. So my first pick is the Dave Matthews band. <laughs> yeah yeah dmb get shit on quite a yeah bit. like I, I i don't know if there was like a joke i missed at some point in my life but like i don't understand like why people don't like them like their music is good i think it was just kind of a they, they thought of him as a basic white guy with a guitar you know what i mean so is john artist. mayer like people fucking and love john him mayer also gets fucking like wrecked by people saying he's does fucking, he oh, i feel but, like you know, he yeah. gets like way less shit on than oh than definitely Dave matthew's band Definitely less. But. I mean, I don't particularly care for John Mayer, but no, he's a piece of shit person. Yeah, he's a he's a huge piece of shit person. Yeah, stampede of dogs. <laughs> Go dogs! <laughs> I, my first concert was a Dave Matthews. Band I concert. know, I remember that. You were in like high school, right? You went with Alan school. and Nick, and yeah, and it was uh, um, right after his saxophonist died. Right. So the whole right. concert was like with the new with the new band or the new saxophonist, and it was great. I mean, they, they shut down the lights. Like in the beginning of the concert, and just everybody's roach was just you could oh, see. Oh, I'm the chair. sure. <laughs> yep, I've been I've been at concerts. I went to a Santana concert, and it was like oh, that. God. Like the whole place just smelled like weed. Like you yep. every like every single aisle you could see, like people were just passing joints back and forth. Yep. Nobody gave a shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Dave Matthews Band. It's not a bad one. Yeah, I didn't think about him, but I do like him. All right, moving on to my number four. Mine are in order in terms of how embarrassed I would be if I was playing them out loud. Oh. I guess I could put mine in order. I could put mine in order of how embarrassed I'd be. Okay. Dave Matthews would be at the bottom of my list. <laughs> All right. My number four is Celine Dion. Mm. Okay. I almost put Celine Dion on my list. I almost put her on my honorable <laughs> mentions too. That's an excellent choice. Uh, she's, for those of you who don't know, uh, Canadian superstar singer and also my sixth cousin. Yes. Uh, she's amazing. I've been listening to her since I was a kid because my mom was, you know, a huge Celine Dion fan. So it just kind of got pushed to me. And she's a very talented singer. Oh, she she's shit on a lot. <laughs> she's super talented. Oh, and come on, the Titanic song, like That's my least favorite song of hers. But like that's like one of the if if you like grew up in the 90s, like you know that song. 
Oh yeah. Like it's Power such an love. iconic song. Uh, yeah. I drove oh, I love Power of Love. Because you love me. I mean, it's amazing. Um, she has reached number one on the charts four times. Only four? Only four times. I think wow. I think country also has its own separate like Hot 100 charts, and I think that one she's probably destroyed a million times. Oh, yeah, because a lot of her, like, early stuff was, like, country. Yeah, she was, like, that weird crossover. Like, before Taylor Swift, she was that weird crossover of country into something else. Yeah, she was like Taylor Swift, but nobody cared that she crossed over. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, that and Celine Dion, like, married her manager, who was, like, 30 years older than she was, and it was fucking creepy. Oh, really? He he died recently. He, d- he, died, he died a few years ago, I think. Yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah. Poor so- I felt so bad for her. I just wanted to give her a hug. <laughs> Have you watched <laughs> the uh, the singing in cars or whatever episode with her? Yeah, with, carpool um, karaoke. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. She singing has like a crazy cars, shoe collection. <laughs> I know. She's, I fucking, she's so funny. I love her. Oh, she's very cool. Very cool. All right, Lauren, what is your number four? All right, my number four, and I'm ranking them in order now of embarrassment. <laughs> so my number four is Avril Lavigne. Okay. But I really, really only her first two albums. Um, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like if you like, it just brings me back to those angsty preteen years, yeah. you know. Like okay. I, I can't remember what I like bought for groceries last week, but I can sing you every single lyric of both of those albums with no problem. Okay, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, in the same way, not with Avril Lavigne, but I think back in the day, you were cool if you liked Avril Lavigne, or I wouldn't say cool, but you were normal. But now I think it, you're right. It has changed. Yeah. We're like, you're listening to Avril Lavigne. Like, were you born in the 90s? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And not even yes. like, <laughs> like, not even like if Skater Boy came on, like everyone would be like fine with that. But like any song off of her albums, like other than like her two like yeah. huge hits. Yeah. Like K- kids listen to it now. They're like, Skater Boy, that's that classic rock song, right? Like, oh, my what? God. Isn't that terrifying that like. It came out in the 90s. Like one day that. Ozzy Osbourne is going to be considered oldies. Like. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> not your dad's oldies. Certainly I don't know not. too much about Avril Lavigne. I obviously we both grew up with her like being a predominant singer in the industry, but Yeah, she's like um so her like most recent music that I know of is like Jesus music. Oh, that's uh, good. So she's literally gone like 180. She got like Lyme disease and almost died and like has found <laughs> Jesus now. So Can you imagine dying from Lyme disease. That's what a <laughs> shitty way to go. Lyme disease is really fucking terrible though. I like know. I know some people who have it. Like one of my friends from college, like his face was like half paralyzed from it. Yeah, it's, like, I know, but really I'm not shitty. it's not a horrible disease. I'm saying it's a shitty way to go. Yeah, that's like not how I want to die because, for sure. Because a lot of people don't know what the disease involves. Or, yeah, disease or virus? It's a disease. It's a yeah, disease. It's like, um. They'll just see your obituary. It says died from Lyme disease. And I'm like, yeah, pussy. <laughs> yeah, but it just, it actually Lyme. just destroys your entire body. So, <laughs> yeah, it's very debilitating. If you have Lyme disease. Yeah. Or don't, don't get, what are those Lone Star ticks? You get the, uh, Lone Star ticks? Yeah, Lone Star ticks. You get bitten by one of those and you become allergic to meat. It'll send you into anaphylaxis. <laughs> that sounds fucking horrible. I know. I, I'm friends with somebody who fucking can't eat meat now because they got bit by a Lone Star tick. I am never going out in the brush ever again. I know. I'm like, I'm so glad I don't have to go do field work no, anymore. No, come out and hang out with us. No, I want to eat meat. <laughs> You'd never be able to smoke meat and eat it again, Robbie. I'm going to get killed by the vegan, what was it? Tick? Vegan tick. <laughs> vegan tick? It's a Lone vegan Star tick. tick. Vegan tick. It sounds like a like a... Like a stigmata that like vegans have, where they just kind of like shout out vegetables, <laughs> carrots. Uh, what? Sorry, that was my kale. <laughs> eggplant. <laughs> I love eggplant. That's Lauren. She is a vegan tick. <laughs> Cherry tomatoes. 
<laughs> all right, Lauren, what is... Uh, no, you just did Avril Lavigne. All right, my turn. <laughs> my number three is Imagine Dragons. That's such an interesting pick for you, Robbie. <laughs> exactly. Okay, see, there you go. And it's... I don't I don't think... Well, they get shit on a little bit. I think they definitely do get shit on for Yeah, I think they do. But I think it's because most people wouldn't think of me as a fan of Imagine Dragons. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have pegged you as an... Well, I guess I can see it. Um... Imagine Dragons is an American pop rock band from Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, they've never had any number one hits from my research. Their highest they ever got was number seven on the charts. Really? I think it was Radioactive, I think. That's a good song. I like yeah. that song. I like them because they, for that time period when they came out, they were different. It wasn't the same yeah. generic pop rock that everybody else was doing. It all fucking sounded this fucking same. They yeah. They were different. He had weird beats, weird instruments. I mean... It was I think, just interesting to me. I think that they were definitely ahead of the game, like, with their sound. Because oh, a yeah. lot, like, like kind of recently after they started to gain popularity, like, a lot of bands, like, started, u- like, having a sound like that. Yeah. Like, that more, like, rocky. It's, uh, it's just different. And that's what I like about them. They didn't want to do the same thing as everybody else. And they yeah. did it differently. And they became famous for it. So, good for them. I don't know why they get the hate sometimes. Yeah, I like Imagine Dragons. I like. Do- I don't think I've ever listened to any other music outside of what I've heard on the radio. But really, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll look I mean, into them. I have like a whole section of my iPod is dedicated to Imagine Dragons. Like I like like. Seven oh, or ten that's songs. so cute! Yeah, know, it's just nice. I like them. Every All once right. in a while, I get in a mood, and they get you pumped. Sometimes some of their songs get you pumped. Yeah, I can see that. Like I would listen to it when I was like running and stuff like that, like whatever it takes or Believer or even like Thunder or some stuff like that. Like it's just... oh, I like whatever it takes. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, whatever very good songs. Takes. Yeah, okay, all right. I approve. Lauren approved. <laughs> that was me putting my stamp on it. I don't. <laughs> oh, good. All right, Lauren. What is your number three? All right, my number three is Tracy Chapman. You got a fast car. Yes. I don't yes. know they made any other songs, to be honest. Yeah. So there's that. There's no, uh, like, give me like, one reason. Like, give me one reason to stay here. Nope. And I'll turn right back around. Uh, talking about a revolution. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, no, maybe if baby, I heard can I them, hold I you might now? recognize them. But yeah, I feel like if you if you heard them, you'd recognize them. But I just feel like like everyone only knows fast car. Yeah. Uh, that she did like everyone kind of remakes well, it or what, does I think a that's cover what she got famous it. for wasn't it fast yeah i'm i'm sure like that's her number one like yeah, well, yeah. downloaded song on spotify easily <laughs> yeah for sure um but like my my mom like had a c like her cd when i was growing up and i like she would i was the one who like got to stack the cd the five uh spot Ooh, cd oh, player yeah. so like i i like just grabbed it one day and threw it in and like fell in love with her music it's just it's great it's kind of just, like rebellious, not yeah. like, kind of like a like sad in a hippie rebellious. way. In a hippie way. <laughs> sad rebe- I just remember the music video was kind of weird. And I see. I don't watch music videos. So. Yeah. Well, you should have back then because that was when they were like at the peak. Um, I'm always like ten years behind, Robbie. That's true. I didn't know. Like, I didn't know enough about Tracy Chapman, and when I was younger, I just heard the song. I thought it was a dude. Oh, okay so i actually also did <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know why because she has a super deep voice yeah but you, but then you're like oh it's tracy chapman i still thought tracy chapman was a guy for a while well, tracy said, tracy's a guy name too yeah it's a horrible guy's name but yeah but it's a guy like it's a guy's name yeah yeah oh, i can see where <laughs> we both we both made the mistake it's totally fine yeah oh i'm not embarrassed by it i just thought it's what it was <laughs> yeah all right so tracy chapman she's my uh my number three 
Can we call this the one where you got a fast car? <laughs> the one where you got a fast car. Uh, speaking All of right. which, my car didn't pass inspection, so here we That's, go. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to my number two is one of my favorites, and that is Reba. I knew you were going to have Reba on your list. I fucking knew it. I should have called. I should have fucking said something. Uh, uh. She is a basically country music royalty and sitcom mom. She had her own show, Reba, which was really good, by the way. I've seen a few episodes and I really enjoyed them. Yeah, it was a very good show. I grew up with Reba because my mom listened to that that older, like, late 80s going into the Yeah, 90s like Shania country. Twain type stuff. But a little before Shania Twain. Faith Hill? Faith, yeah, Faith Hill and all of them and... Yep. Um, my mom played Reba a lot, and I started to like Reba McIntyre. I mean, Ugh. fancy uh, the night the lights went out in Georgia because of you. I'm a survivor. She's awesome. She's I one agree. of the coolest, coolest ladies. I have you seen my shirt? I have a Reba McIntyre yes. like vintage shirt, and I bought one for Steph as well. So I make us wear them at the same time when we go out in public. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this pick. I love this. I I think that her personality is just like so bubbly. Like, she's just got, like, such a great, like, you see, she hosts, I feel like she, like, hosts things a lot. Like, I see her as a host for, like, award shows and shit. Yeah. Um, She had, I couldn't find anything for her Billboard Hot 100s, but she has 24 number one hits on Country's Top 100. So that's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. Yeah, Yeah, because Country is a really competitive music scene. People probably don't want to admit that, but it's extremely competitive. It's also one of the biggest... I, I feel like it wasn't I feel like it wasn't as competitive when she like oh. in in her prime just because like pop like pop country how we know it today like wasn't really a thing yet like it was just starting yeah but think about who the popular people were back then Faith Hill Shania Twain Celine Dion right but those are like the big the yeah, few the big females, names that you back know then, now still oh well, there was a lot of guys Alan Jackson Toby Keith uh brooks and dunn montgomery gentry like <laughs> yeah i'm just say- i'm not i'm not trying Reba's to d- like diminish her accomplishments i'm oh. not she's amazing i fully support this decision i'm just saying that there were as many country artists in her heyday as there I are mean, that, that's with every genre that's all i'm saying but it's the same as like aretha franklin like there were not that many like like female artists then as there are now yeah like well, if there is the pool is just bigger i'm not trying to diminish anyone's value no, no, no. I think I think it's different now because I think it's with every genre, no matter who you are, because of in- the internet, because it's so easy to just record and throw something up as opposed – because before you needed a producer. Yeah. You needed – yeah, you had to go you into You had to be good booth. to get signed and now you yeah, can just you put anything you want on SoundCloud. And they can make music and then all the other morons are like, you make really good music and then it's not good music. I'm like, fuck. This generation's so dead. This Don't, don't so shame dead. people on their music <laughs> choices, Robbie. So fucked. Well, right, we're Lauren, all fucked. N- number two. Number two. Wow, we're already on number two. All right, Robbie. My number two is Meatloaf. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think because I feel like a lot of people nowadays, especially younger people, would have no fucking clue who Meatloaf is, unless they saw him in like a movie, and then they yeah. still wouldn't know who he is. Exactly. Without the long hair. I don't know if I'd be embarrassed to listen to Meatloaf. Really? Well, he gets me pumped. <laughs> I well, see, I I love Meatloaf. Song like the wheels are turning. Yes, like Paradise by the Dashboard. Like, <laughs> right? Like, uh, two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. Bad out of hell. Like, I had such I a great meatloaf. day today listening to Meatloaf. I was like, yeah. 
but I, I don't understand his sex appeal really but like no. he's just like a big sweaty blobbery but you, but mess but his voice you don't is have sex appeal <laughs> well i feel like you have to have a little bit of sex appeal have you seen uh what's his face post malone literally have you seen his face <laughs> Yes, but that I mean, some people find that sexy. I don't. I, I don't understand his sex okay. appeal either, Robbie. Okay, I don't know. Oh my god! But Meatloaf is my number two. I just I didn't know because like his songs are like ten fucking minutes long. Like <laughs> <laughs> so, like me help. thinking oh, about man. driving like a car like with somebody putting a Meatloaf CD on. Like I could see somebody else getting real sick of him real fast but like i can listen to yeah. an entire meatloaf cd in like one sitting and be perfectly happy you need to watch his music videos i watched a couple today and they okay. were okay they were his music videos are his, always fucking great yeah oh yeah um uh i would do anything for love yes like, that oh music God. video is fucking crazy it's the best <laughs> yeah and, and again it's a 10 minute long song so it's yeah. like yeah. yeah definitely an underrated performer oh for sure yeah he's a good actor too he is a good actor. And did you know, you know that music video, the uh, two, or uh, I Would Do Anything for Love, the woman in it was not yeah. the actual singer. She lip synced somebody else's singing really? of that. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> I guess that, I mean, the woman who sang it was a gorgeous blonde. Like, I don't know why, why they just swapped him out. Maybe. I contract uh, stuff. Yeah. yeah who knows? Know. I'm not in the entertainment industry, just the podcast <laughs> industry. <laughs> All right. The dish meatloaf. Do we want to guess? Well, I was going to say, do we want to guess? But do we want to break for take a beer break and listen to a word from my sponsors and then go to our number ones? We can take an ad break because I don't have. I don't. Oh, yeah. I absolutely <laughs> cannot. <laughs> no, I'm not yeah, done with my. I just meant let's take a break. Listen to yeah. our Adam and Eve folks. And then we'll uh, we'll come back with our number right. ones. Ad break. Go. Ad break. Go. Are you like my lesbian podcast partner, Lauren, and stuck in a boring, sexless relationship? Wait, what? Luckily, there's a website for you. I'm boring? Adam and Eve is an online store where you get all the bedroom essentials to help spice up your relationship. Can we get back to this sexless thing? With an assortment of adult toys, lingerie, and sexy accessories, Adam and Eve has got you covered in the bedroom. Or in the kitchen. Or in the public library bathroom. Basically, anywhere you can have sex. The library? And even if you're not in a relationship, Adam and Eve has got your lonely ass covered as well. With an assortment of lubes, toys, and other pleasurable items, adamandeve.com will make you feel like you're not jerking off alone in your apartment ever again. So remember, if you're gay, straight, lesbian, bisexual, pansexual, pan-fried, or even deep-fried, Adam and Eve has got you covered in the bedroom. So head over to adamandeve.com and use our promo code brew for you and get 50% off almost any item in store. That's promo code brew for you, the number four, at checkout and get 50% off almost any item. And when you do, you also get 10 free gifts courtesy of adamandeve.com, including six spicy movies and a three-piece bonus kit. It's like a three-piece chicken bucket, but, you know, better. Now get out there and do some consensual You know, the kind where you stick your and they're put then you get the thousand island dressing you rub it all over your and you just jam it in there you know what i'm saying salad dressing adamandeve.com for all your needs cheers we are back from that lovely word from adamandeve.com woohoo sex toys so before we get into our number ones i think we should try to guess each other's I should have thought about this during our break. I just thought about it right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! This I don't think hard. you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna be able to guess mine. I I really have. 
I don't know for you. Really? Uh, yeah, maybe this one's kind of this one's kind of hard one to guess. It's not like what's your favorite cartoon TV show or something. So, will you give me the genre of music? Uh, pop. Is it seventies pop? Seventies pop. Seventies pop. Oh, okay, well, I was gonna say Backstreet Boys. So, um, no. <laughs> is it a a band or a singer? Band. All right, so a seventies pop band. ABBA. It is ABBA. Yes! I'm so good at this! I mean, they were the only 70s pop band, but yeah, I kind of knew. I know. They, really... I mean, they really dwindled down my choices. Um, I really like ABBA. They're a Swedish pop group formed in the 70s. The band name is actually an acronym of all of their first names, A-B-B-A. Yes. Um, they only had one number one hit on the charts. Really? Out of all of those songs? Yes. Which one was Dan- it? Dancing Queen. Oh, of course it was. Yeah. Dancing but I mean, Dancing Queen, Queen, Take a Chance on Me, Mamma Mia, Waterloo. They have a bunch of I great love, songs. I love Take a Chance on I love that song. It's my favorite one, too. <laughs> Actually, I like Waterloo, but I mean, if you don't own the ABBA Gold album, get on that. Yeah, Hold you're a chum. Even I have that on my fucking playlist. Get the, get the physical CD. Get the vinyl. Do whatever you want to do. Get the real thing. ABBA Gold. I love ABBA. I don't know why, but if you think about it, they're not a band you want to just start blasting <laughs> in public. <laughs> I mean, like, I would be totally fine if you wanted to start blasting ABBA in public. I feel like ABBA is actually, like, starting to be more encompassed. But, like, Barbie <sighs> Girl, like, come on. Lauren, there's a song that came out called Wet Ass Pussy. I don't know if ABBA is really well, <laughs> in the flow right now. I don't uh, know. Again, I I'm not judging you for wouldn't. your music choices. I haven't heard WAP, so. Yeah, I used to get really drunk uh, back when I lived in California. And I used to play video games and listen to music really loudly. And then sometimes I just put it on shuffle and just see what happens. A lot of embarrassing stuff happens, especially when you forget to close your windows. So. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, my neighbors were probably very confused. Well, good thing you live on the other side of the country now. Pretty much. Now I just confuse one girl. <laughs> well, she can handle it. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> All right, Lauren, you're number one. I, I don't, don't think I don't think you're going to be able any to hints, guess it. Give me a hint. Um, it is, I'm going to say a band because it's more than one person. Well, that is, that's not a hint. <laughs> well, it's a bit. Ba- okay. I think I it's like. Real si- hit. I gave si- you the only 70s pop band. Ever all right. Existed. All right. Oh, so I think they're like 60s, like 60s uh, okay. folk kind of band. 60s folk. <laughs> I don't know if it's really um, considered folk, but it's, it's sort of like hippie music. <laughs> um, is it the Kingston Trio? No, but I do like the Kingston Trio. I love the Kingston Trio. <laughs> my dad, my dad is like dad the is... biggest Kingston Trio fan ever, dude. We had the Kingston Trio like greatest hits album, and my dad would play it all the time in the fucking car. Robbie. I have seen the Kingston Trio. I've been. There were alive still. Yeah, dude. I think they might have replaced someone, but I, I... my dad. They've been. To, I'm pretty sure they were at the Colonial Theater. Like, really? <laughs> yes. For fuck's sake, the Kingston Trio. Wow, our anyway, dads are so Anyway, what is your number one? All right, my number one is Simon and Garfunkel. Okay, really? Yeah, I fucking love Simon and Garfunkel. Like, like it's Paul definitely, Simon. like, influence for my mom because she's, like, a hippie from the 60s. But, like, I, like, Bridge Over Troubled Water is just, like, one of the most beautiful songs, I think, ever. And, like, like Sound of Silence, like, that song has been covered in, in remades, like, how many times? Like, yeah. Uh, who 
uh, disturbed. disturbed. Yeah, that I really his liked. The, really good. Yeah, I really liked his his version of it. But like, uh, the boxer is probably one of my favorite songs. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, Scarborough Fair. Like, you had a beer influenced by that song on the show. True. So. True. I could listen to Simon. I have a like a painting playlist, like a, a playlist of music I listen to while I'm painting, and they, like their whole like greatest hits album is is on that. Yeah, I just find but, them but so relaxing. But you're embarrassed to listen to them, like kind of in the open. Yeah, I definitely would be. Really? Yeah. I well, so I'm not really embarrassed of my music, but like if I were to like go on a uh like four hour car drive with like steph i wouldn't put on simon and garfunkel you know what i mean like nobody should put on simon and garfunkel for four hours long. well i used to do a lot of traveling to maine okay oh i had the God. cd it was in my cd player him and james <laughs> taylor and tom petty and eric clapton that was my rotation god you're so white um what uh, was i gonna say i watched a documentary on simon and garfunkel and after that i just can't fucking stand garfunkel Oh, he's, I saw a hit. He came to the Colonial. I've seen, really? I wa- I've been to his concert. He is so obnoxious. He's, he's trash, too. <laughs> he's like, so he's obnoxious. Nothing. There's a reason Paul Simon was successful outside by himself. Well, that's because he wrote, like, literally Simon just brought his beautiful voice. Yeah. And that's about it. Paul Simon? Uh, Garfunkel. What Garfunkel. did I say? <laughs> you said Simon. <laughs> Simon. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. Art Garfunkel. Like, he just has, like, a good voice. Like, that's what he brought yeah. to it. Yeah. Even then, kind of. Like, I don't know. I, I enjoy Paul Simon a lot more. And I yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, and I really enjoy Paul Simon's, like, solo career, yeah. too. Uh, but, yeah, Simon and Garfunkel, I think, is you my call number me one. Al. Great song. I was literally listening to that, like, two days ago. I got drunk, and I was oh. playing a video game, and like, I was busy. Yeah like in my brain and I, ac- I accidentally hit like the repeat button i listened to you can call me al like for like two hours like it was just kept going and i just was like it's so well first off the song is so long the song is so so long that's a music video you need to watch i will because chevy chase is in it and chevy chase sings paul simon's parts like he's paul simon it's that's hilarious it's really good all right i'm definitely gonna watch that um but, like, you can listen to a song like Call Me Al on repeat because the oh, song true. is so different throughout it that it just, yeah. you don't even realize it's starting back over. And none of the lyrics make any sense to me. Sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I'm not even going to look them up. I'm just going to let it go. Yeah. I I yeah. agree. It's a great song. So you heard our five favorite Guilty Pleasure songs. Now we want to hear your Guilty Pleasure bands. Excuse me. It's not yeah. songs. We'll but do songs Guilty Pleasure songs, let us know, too. So before we go, we're going to rate our beers real quick. I drank Haunted House, a hoppy dark ale from Allagash Brewing. I mean, I talked about it a lot in the beginning. It is this weird combination of a light and dark beer where I don't think it blended well. Like, it just didn't mix. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, it just didn't, it wasn't cohesive. You can tell they're two separate things. Yeah. I feel like that might be what they were going for, though. It could be. And maybe I just, not just not a huge fan. But I think the the can is pretty cool. It's like a dark purple with. You like your beer to make a decision about who it is. Yes, very indecisive. Very indecisive. I'd have to give it like a two point two five. All right. It's really not. I would I wouldn't buy. I'd buy it for you if you wanted it, but I would never buy it for myself. Yeah, it's just not something that you enjoy. No. All right. What about you, Lauren? Oh, so I had Witch's Brew. From Branch and Blade Brewing. It's a triple IPA. 
uh, and it was 9.5% ABV. And so I've been thinking about more what this tastes like. You know those like slushy places you can go on vacation and they just like put slushy in a drink and like pour booze, like like grain alcohol on top of it? Never like, had that. All right. Well, our <laughs> listeners probably know. So it kind of tastes like a melted version of that without as much sugar. Like it's super, it is really fruity and like sweet, but it just tastes like it's drowned in booze. It's yeah, it's rough. And it's, it's, that's, that's exactly how I would describe this beer. It's rough. If you want, if you want a triple IPA to just like fucking tear your mouth apart and punch you in the teeth, absolutely drink this. (laughs) But in on maybe another night, I would enjoy this. I did, I did enjoy the flavor of like the not boozy part. But I'm going to rate this beer uh, a 2.5. That's better than I gave it. Yep. Uh, Thanks for making us drink these, Alyssa. (laughs) (laughs) You son of a bitch. (laughs) But also, we're going to have another ghoul on soon. So stay tuned. If you liked Alyssa's episode, uh, we're going to have Emily on soon. Ghoul ghoul number two. Ghoul number two. And then ghoul number three will be later on. Yay. Just get all ghouly up in here. We're going to get ghouly in this bitch. Actually, you know what I'm going to do right before we sign off? What are you going to do, Robbie? I'm going to send you the outro on chat because you said last week that you're like, I wouldn't mind doing the outro because oh. it's a mouthful sometimes. Lauren's like, I'll do it, and I would like her to do it this week. <laughs> All right, and I will do the outro. You ready? Yep. Okay. Well, that just around. Nope. <laughs> nope, we'll do yes, it Yes, we're keeping that in. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Well, that just drops in. I can't, Robbie. Give you me one second. It. You want, do you want me to do it? No, I can do it. I can do it. I just, you're laughing and I can't. Uh, okay. Well, that just wraps. God damn it. Well, that just about wraps it up for this episode. You can find the brew interviews on our Instagram account. Nope. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm all sweaty now. Caught me all <laughs> off guard. <clears throat> Well, that just about wraps it up for this episode. You find The Brew Interviews on our Instagram account at The Brew Interviews, on Twitter at Brew Interviews. You can also find us at our email at thebrewinterviews at gmail.com or on Facebook under The Brew Interviews. And if you feel so inclined, you can head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thebrewinterviews and become part of The Brew Interviews family, just like these few people. Hillary, Mitch, Steph, Karen, Danny, Jess, and the Wreck My Podcast crew, thank you for supporting the show. Also, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps out the show. And I would like to thank our sponsor, adamandeve.com. And be sure to use our promo code brew for you. That's brew for you, the number four, Y-O-U. And get 50% off almost any item. And when you do, you also get 10 free special gifts. So get you and your loved ones something special and help out the show at the same time. For the Brew Interviews, I'm Robbie. And I'm Lauren. Good night. Good night. This has been the Brew Interviews, a podcast about craft beers coast to coast with Lauren and Robbie. Well, you might as well wrap your willy for this episode. <laughs> oh, Christ.